I um I am good to go. My friend John, how are you? I'm good. I'm good, Rob. Missed you yesterday. Yeah, uh, sorry. I didn't want, I didn't, so... No, don't worry, dude. I didn't want you to like rush and like muck things up. Like this is something that you had planned and and you know, you spend time with your kids and all that kind of stuff. You don't want to be like, I gotta go and, and hop online with John. You know, <laughs> it's like it's all right. <laughs> well, normally I would. Um, but I actually, I had tickets to the Toronto Marlies game. So, uh, my son and I went down with a buddy and his, and my, my son's friend. So his dad, so the four of us went down, we took the go train down, but like, so, you know, I'm in like Durham, that's like on the other side of the city. I have to go all the way down to exhibition stadium. Like, you know, it's, it's an hour long uh, train ride to get down there. And then I thought, Oh, if we make the 702 train, I get back into Ajax at like 802, I can get home by like eight. 20 i'm good right you could handle the beginning part and then they went into overtime (laughs) (laughs) that's why i I don't i don't want to put pressure on you like it's never a fun feeling like if it's something like down to the wire of like you got to be at a at a place or whatever and you're trying to like you know have a fun time you don't want to i I don't want you like looking over your shoulder thinking you know oh eight eight o'clock come around the corner we gotta we gotta hurry up (laughs) well here's the best part though right so yeah i get home and I say to my wife, okay, I gotta take a piss. And then I gotta go downstairs because I gotta log in. It's like nine o'clock, and I'm sure John's freaking out. And she's like, oh no, no John canceled it. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, he posted on Facebook that it was postponed for tonight. And I was like, they gotta even tell me. I did. <laughs> You're like, maybe I should postpone or I'll find somebody else. KK, let me figure it out. That was your text. <laughs> and then I proceeded to cancel it on all social media platforms. I was downtown at a hockey game. <laughs> so I'm really glad my wife saved me from logging going, where, where is everybody? That would have been funny. I should have left it up there for you to log in at nine o'clock and just be like, yo, where, where is everybody? <laughs> I would have done it myself. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Mike. Yeah. Wives are always in the, yeah, yeah. They're always like, why are you going to blah, blah, blah. It's not for another half hour. And I'm like, oh, crap, you're right. Damn it. <laughs> So, um, welcome to the Sidekick Show. Um, the handsome gentleman to my uh, my right is uh, Mr. John Ho, uh, and I am the, the dapper one, Mr. Rob Gadet. Uh, normally, we are on Sunday nights at 8 o'clock live, YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, but obviously, as uh, I just recapped, I was uh, unable to get home in time from a hockey game. So, such as, like, of course, the irony being I, I'm not a really big hockey fan, John, but you do what you got to do for your kids. <laughs> Um, we have a lot to discuss today. Uh, we've got some news. We have some stuff in the store. Uh, we're also talking about favorite heist movies, and that ties into the movie of the month, which was Now You See Me. So hopefully everybody got a chance to check it out. If not, it is on Netflix. Um, but before we get into that, my friend John, what's, uh, what's your past week been like? Uh, obviously, uh, you know, Black Friday, today's Cyber Monday, so we had Black Friday last week um but did you watch anything get up to anything or it's been busy with the store what's what's new uh pretty much just busy with the store i managed to sneak in the movie that we that we're gonna about, about to talk about uh i watched the first bit of the millie vanilli uh documentary that you recommended yeah because um, because i managed to I, I i was holding out remember rob i said i was holding out for that discount on paramount plus and they yeah. did it but not for the whole year they did half price for three months so you guys if you were interested in paramount plus stars mgm all these different things Mm -hmm. um as extensions to your amazon you can get them for pretty much half price for the next three months which is not bad it like that gives me viewing for the entire holiday season yeah um, which is pretty awesome 
Uh, but the Millie Vanilli documentary, it starts off as quite a downer, doesn't it, Rob? Like, yes, it is. It's it's really kind of like sad to hear the story of what happened, especially one one of the I don't remember which guy it was. Unfortunately, I didn't get that deep into it. But one of them passed away, and it's the other guy kind of like talking about like what it was like them together, them kind of going against everybody, and and then all the stuff happening to them after, which is crushing. Um, yeah. For for something that I Rob, I don't know if you were there at the time. Like the the girl, you know, it's true. The record starts skipping. All oh yeah, man, I they had got, that. They, they, yeah. they got exploded. But the general norm, and even it happened to what's what's that other girl, Ashley Simpson or whatever. Um, she was on Saturday Night Live, and the backing track kept looping. Like it's something that every like I feel like almost everybody in the music industry does. Well, if right? you watch like Super Bowl performances or or some concerts or whatever, like you uh, you know, or even Grammy performances, a lot of artists yeah. lip sync yeah yeah they do and, like you can tell going on yeah yeah they're right. dancing around do you want to see a show or do you want to see um not everyone can be like an ed sharon or or lady gaga sitting down at the piano or the guitar right just just singing like legit yeah um, you want to see some dancing like you want to like you if usher is going to be doing the super bowl halftime show if he is too busy singing on on i don't know why i did the phone who sings through the phone i'm he's really too busy sure, John. i feel like this action is looks kind of funny um, but I'm gonna do this action instead. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> headset. But, but yeah, if he's if he's just singing and he's not dancing, that's gonna suck. So it's yeah. it, it's kind of crazy that these guys got blown up so bad. Now, um, the fact that someone else was singing their stuff is where you go into the problem. Where yeah, okay, sure. you guys are in trouble. Yeah. So well, so, yeah. The getting off thing- thinking, eh, but having someone else sing your music. Um, and I don't know if you you're into heavily into the R&B of the 2000s and late 90s uh, i think j-lo is under a lot of that controversy a lot of her songs that you hear her singing is actually other singers like ashanti and stuff like that so there's like a whole thing so what rob what do you think should they have gotten blowed up so bad well um listen it was a product of the of the 90s right so it doesn't Mm -hmm. surprise me um i was actually really surprised i didn't so you know that stupid song, Rasputin song. I mean, I've gone to weddings; people have played it. I've heard. I had no idea that that the singer of that song uh, it was the, the lead singer of Boney M is or Bonnie M. I guess they refer to it as is not yeah. him. It, it's the same guy who produced Millie Vanilli or produced Bonnie M, and it's it's also fake. Like it's not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I had no idea. Like, so now it's like I've listened to that song for years and years and years. Like not by choice. Generally. I, <laughs> It's played, but I mean, we've heard it in like um, in the King's Man, right? It was it was in yeah. that. I mean, like you hear that song in pop culture and again weddings or whatever the case may be. Um, I don't know why people would ever play, you know, Hey Hey Rasputin uh, at a wedding, but they do. Um, but to know that it, it's all fabricated, so it's bizarre. It's just a really bizarre thing. So to answer your question, I guess in a roundabout way, should they have been blown up as bad as they were? Um, um, yeah, I guess so. I mean, they had to give back their Grammy. They're, you know, yeah. uh, they for uh, they were awarded for recording artists, and obviously they weren't. <laughs> they didn't record anything. Yeah, yeah. It was. I think. I think supposedly the first. I think the first album is them, or it's not. I, I didn't get. Like, again, I didn't get through the whole documentary. So, like, how much of their music like was none? Not them. None of it. None of it was them singing. Eh? No. Okay. All right. Well, well anyways, uh, check it out. <laughs> I love the fact it's like 1992 and your mind is blown. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna switch over to Ashley Simpson. I don't think she should have got blown up as bad as she did for lip sync on Saturday Night Live. I feel like a lot of artists um, yep. are doing that, and it just sucks that whoever was in charge of uh, putting the kneel down or hitting the play button yep. <laughs> screwed it up. 
Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> her, it, her career got torpedoed. I don't know if she would have lasted anyways because there was a lot of explosion of like kind of like girl singers at that time, female singers. Um, but yeah, it's, it hurts. Uh, and, well, and yeah, I'm glad you're enjoying that documentary. I will say there's another documentary. I don't know if we mentioned this or not. It's on Netflix, yeah. the uh, Robbie Williams one. Did I mention this last week or not? Uh, might not I don't believe so. Robbie Williams of uh, Take That. Yes. So, but I, I didn't really, so I have a very like minimal under like knowledge of who this guy is. I remember a couple of his songs like millennium came out and all like, I remember all that, but I, I don't really know who Robbie Williams was. I will say though, it's a four episode docuseries. Absolutely yeah. phenomenal. And yeah, also okay. it shows you, he can barely draw a crowd here, but he's playing to stadiums that are like 90 to a hundred thousand people all across Europe and, and Asia and into Australia and whatnot. So like, and it really kind of blew my mind away because uh, so this past Tuesday, John, I went to a concert at the Scotiabank. Also yes. I was going to ask. Oh, absolutely phenomenal. but we don't job. have stadiums here. We don't yeah. have, like we have, we have arenas. We don't have stadiums. Right. And so it's such, it's so bizarre to see, like to, to say that Robbie Williams goes and he sings in front of 90,000 people for three nights straight. Right. And you're like, holy crap, like, well, you know, close to, you know, 350,000 people over three nights. And, and, you know, he can barely draw anything here. Meanwhile, I, you know, I go to see a show and there's, you know, 14,000 people and you think that's, that's huge, but, or maybe, you know, 7,000 people, but in comparison to how it is in Europe, not even close. Anyways, I would highly recommend watching the Robert Williams documentary on Netflix. I think people will really enjoy it and you'll actually feel pretty, listen, the guy's got an ego. I think you have to, when you're in that business. Uh, fueled by a lot of people telling you you're the best. But when you see what happens, especially to, in British media, how they tear people down and what it did to him. Yeah. Unreal. Right. So yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely check it out. Yeah, yeah. Live music is the best, right, Rob? Let's listen. Yeah. It's quick tangent. Live music. Um, like you can listen all to the albums at home uh, or in your car, whatever you want to do. Right. But, but seeing uh, your favorite band or in, I want to say almost any band, um, I, I remember before you were like, when Tool's coming to town, I'm gonna, I'm gonna buy a ticket for you, John. Um, so I was a little upset when I saw you post, "Hey, I'm at the Tool concert," and I and I and I checked my email and I did not see a ticket. <laughs> you know what? You're right. I actually forgot about that. I I, I, I should bring up the video now. <laughs> Here's Rob saying, "Hey, when Tool comes to town, John, we're going." <laughs> All right, next time they come to town, I'll take you. Um, although, I, yeah, I, so, I, you know, I was going to bring, so my brother-in-law was supposed to come with me and another buddy, my brother-in-law couldn't come. Uh, he's out of town for work. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to bring my son who's not a fan of that music, but I thought he would enjoy yeah. the live music experience. I will say this, whether you're a fan of tool or not, absolutely phenomenal live, right? Like the guitarist, the bassist, and the drummer, they make that band there. It's absolutely unreal. They play, you know, anywhere between, you know, seven to 14 minute songs, just shred. And it sounds phenomenal i thought my son would enjoy it so i was telling my wife i'm like oh i think i'm gonna i'll take you know my son and and i said but my buddy dave said he might buy a ticket she said, well how much was the ticket i said 240 she said you're gonna sell that you're gonna sell it now you're not <laughs> you're not gonna eat 240 bucks so at any rate uh the concert was phenomenal john i'm sorry i forgot to buy a ticket for you I that's will. all right you can you can make it up to me by buying uh i think mariah carey already left town but next year mariah carey, i was surprised i'm actually uh, surprised <laughs> that you're in you're in the studio today because i figured for sure you were downtown watching <laughs> have you seen okay you you bought you guys if you guys think that price for that ticket that rob was just talking about 240 for the tool tickets um go online and look up how much mariah carey tickets were um for her christmas uh arguably uh one of my least favorite of her albums <laughs> how much those tickets were um, how much were they? but yeah uh, I feel like they're they're at least double that. 
um, per ticket, sure. right? So, so if, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's up there. If anyone wants to look it up online, let me know. Um, but it's it's pretty crazy. It was enough, so much so that I've never seen her in concert. She's one of my favorite artists. Um, and I looked at it and I was like, no, not going to do it. Um, uh, <laughs> right. Maybe maybe I'll call in those radio shows here. It, now I'm using the phone thing. Yeah, using phone. I'm going to yeah. call in those radio contests and try to win um, the, uh, the those tickets. Because I heard it on the radio one time and it was like, they play a Mariah Carey song and they go finish the lyric. Yeah, I'm like, yo, I could win that one. Uh, anyways, uh, live music is fantastic. Uh, go, go see your favorite band or see a band or go to places playing live music. It's always been my dream to have live music at the store. Maybe it's going to happen one day. Uh, cool. But thank you, everybody, for joining in, uh, joining us in the Sidekick Show. Again, Rob said we are on our Monday, our old time slot, uh, which would usually start right around now. I think we were 8.15 before yeah. for a good, I don't know, two, three years in straight. <laughs> Uh, it was about a year, John. Yeah, yeah, about a year. Was it a year? Uh, it, it feels like an eternity. I, it was always shifting around because of my 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 daughter's dance. Yeah. <laughs> feels like an eternity. Um, but thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we're going to talk about heist movies later. And now you see me. Um, I've got some thoughts on that movie, and we're going to talk about it later. Uh, but Rob's going to run down the news, and we're also going to talk a little bit about some stuff going on in the shop. Got some fun stuff for you. Uh, so thanks for joining us, and uh, hopefully you'll have some fun. Yeah, man. Yeah. Boy, All right. Yo, what's up, comic book Craig? He made it. Uh, yeah, there yeah. you go. Sneakers. I remember sneakers. Remember oh sneakers? yeah. Emilio Estevez. Yeah. Well, no, Robert Redford. Uh, uh, no, River Phoenix. Oh, River um, Phoenix. The legend. Yeah, I don't think Emilio Estevez was in sneakers. Yeah. All right. I'm thinking right. of a different move. Probably Toy Soldiers or something like that. I don't. Know. Anyways. Uh, so Rob, what do you what... there, John? <laughs> All right. Fine. I'm thinking of a completely different movie. Or... Mighty Ducks. I'm just racist and all these white guys look the same. <laughs> Anyways, go ahead, Rob. <laughs> all right. Uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Whether you're uh, uh, with us in the chat, uh, hello, everybody. I saw that um, uh, Craig and Sarah have given themselves an uh, early Christmas uh, present in the form of COVID. So I hope you guys are feeling better. Um, Very good. <laughs> what did I say? You said Craig. I don't know where this Craig no, came Gordon from. Sarah. But... No, you definitely did not. I didn't? <laughs> Whatever. Yeah. Emilio Estevez was in the first Mission Impossible, I believe, for a hot second. That's true. He was. Yeah. Yeah. He took it. He took a, a pretty bad uh, spike in the head, which I don't know why. He'll be back. He'll be back. They got to they gotta pull out all the stops for the next Mission Impossible, folks. So you might see everybody come back for that one. All right, John. Uh, the last couple of weeks have been full of Superman legacy casting announcements. But last week may have been the biggest in terms of characters, aside from, obviously, Superman and Lois casting. Uh, it was reported by, uh, sorry, that writer-director James Gunn has cast Superman's arch-nemesis Lex Luthor to be played by Nicholas Holt. Now, Holt is best known for playing Beast in the X-Men First Class set of movies. I know that that was only the first one, but it's kind of the first class trilogy of movies, I guess. Um, he was uh, in Mad Max Fury Road and was recently seen in The Menu, which you can check out on Disney+. Plus. It's a, it's a pretty cool movie. Uh, now, this hasn't been confirmed by Glenn, uh, by Glenn. This is a long Glenn. night, John. By Gunn. <laughs> By James Glunn? <laughs> yeah, James Glunn. <laughs> James His lesser Glenn known younger brother. <laughs> with Sarah and Craig. <laughs> um, all right. Um, but the casting appears to all be but done. Um, yeah. Interestingly enough, though, John, Holt lost. Uh, he auditioned to play Batman. Obviously, he lost there to Robert Pattinson. And earlier this spring, it was reported that he was in the running um, to play Superman. He was on the short list. But as we know, he lost out to David Cornsweet. So, John, what are your thoughts on Nicholas Holt as Lex Luthor? Um, I don't really have an attachment to this guy. Did he not play Beast later on in like Days of Future Past and a bunch of the other movies? Well, yeah. So he was, yeah, but he was Beast in in the 
I know uh, you said first, first class. class movie. Yeah, yeah. so the first class, like, I, what I call the first class trilogies, right? So okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he was part of the movies after that point. Yeah, like uh, yeah. it's it's hard when he turned into the blue guy to really kind of see his, to look past the blue and see his performance. Uh, but I always wished they had just cast him as a Cyclops type uh, or Cyclops himself because it was it was kind of like set up there that he would be that. But did they just open up their playbook and look up? Like I've got a picture here of him from Mad Max. Uh, which yeah. they just they shaved his head and he was one of the the, the kind of crazy dudes um that, that was for i forgot what he said for glory or, or whatever or watch me yeah uh, yeah, 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 yeah whatever like like did they just yeah yeah but, yeah basically did they just look up guys that that look good with their head shaved and just go hey this this guy has had his head shaved in a movie before um it seems really like out of nowhere rob like did you ever fan cast this guy as lex luther well, no. Well, you know, we actually talked about this. I think last week when they taught when they announced the fact that they had cast um, I can't remember her name now as the engineer the, to be the villain. Yeah, we were like, oh, it's kind of nice. That they're not relying on the his you know his standard typical Superman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we were uh, like, we don't need it like Luther casting. And then next right. day, <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. It was. It was practically the next day it came out. So I don't know if they look and say, oh, well, he was bald before we can make him bald, you know. Uh, but I think the fact that this guy, he has enough audition material within the archives at Warner Brothers DC that obviously they found something uh, that he wasn't going to fit out of the mold of Superman or Batman. But, you know, he's got this brooding menace behind his eyes that I think he could, you know, would, uh, is probably, I, listen, I like him better than Jesse Eisenberg for yeah. Lex Luthor. How's that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think Comic Craig uh, is basically saying like, yeah, there's a, there's something about Jesse Eisenberg that makes you just not want to like him. I don't know what it is. We'll talk about it when we get to now. You see, <laughs> um, but yeah, some, just something about that dude. I, I I hate to do it, but you know, it's just his look, his, his way yeah. he acts or something. And then and then I think he does get a shaved head in uh, now you see me too. I guess, but yeah, I, I don't know. I'm okay with it. Sure, go. Um, I like it. We'll he, see. he was good at he was good as Beast. So you know, and, and he and he he's really tall though, was he not? Yeah, he or was is that very just tall. optical illusion. Yeah, so we're gonna see if he is. I don't know if he's taller than the guy who's playing Superman or not, but we'll, well, we'll see how sure. that works out. Yeah. Uh, but sticking with Superman, John, his best friend Jimmy Olsen. Uh, that was me uh, with my my watch. Uh, has been <laughs> Jimmy Olsen. That's a deep, that's a deep cut. I would have went with the camera, uh, <laughs> but you went with the watch that calls Superman, which is a yeah. classic. That's a staple in the comic book. Folks. Um, Skylar Gazondo, uh, who has been one of those, hey, I know that guy, uh, in recent movies and TV shows, has landed the role of Jimmy Olsen. Uh, and joining him in casting announcements was a Sarah Sampeo as Miss Eve Tessmacher. Now, fans of the Dawn or Superman movies would remember the name Miss Tessmacher. Tessmacher! Um, I shouted out by Gene Hackman's Lex Luthor. Um, the character was actually created for the Superman movie, uh, the Donner 78 movie. Uh, and has since made the occasional appearance in comics and TV shows, such as John's favorite Smallville and the yep. Arrowverse. Um, but uh, Sarah Sampeo doesn't have many credits here in North America, but has some film roles in her native Portugal, as well as being a Victoria's Secret model. Um, so, so there you go, John. We've got Miss Tessmacher. We've got Jimmy Olsen. They've, we have Superman. We've got Lois Lane, Lex Luthor. Um, and that kind of rounds it out. But I did want to highlight a picture. So last week I talked, I asked you if you saw that, this photo of of the actor who's uh cast as superman david corn sweat uh working at the gym this guy so the picture on the right there it, look how ripped this guy is right like he's he's i mean obviously you can't see underneath his shirt but look at the size yeah. of bulk that he's put on his arms and you can even see in his face like this guy is 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 just bulking up for this role yeah, um, yeah, yeah. it looks like look he looks like he's putting a lot of muscle um i will um 
call out call him out on the cheat sheet, which is basically gray sweats. Um, so if you want to look mad fit, uh, throw on some gray sweats and, and make them really tight. Um, but yeah, you can kind of tell. This is an older picture of him, I guess, on the left. Um, you can definitely tell that his arms are significantly bigger in this shot, although he could be just flexing like crazy. But uh, like like I said, the magic of Hollywood trainers um, gets you in shape. Put put on bulk. Putting on bulk seems pretty easy for a lot of these guys. Um, uh, you know, just eat, eating a lot and working out like crazy. Um, yeah. So yeah, it's, it looks it looks pretty. He looks pretty good. Um, I will shout out like this is a good looking girl here. So we'll see. I, I remember that character from the Superman movie. She was pretty funny. Yeah, um, and kind of like maybe they'll give her some a little bit more to do in this one. Uh, but Jimmy Olsen, did this guy get just get cast because he's got freckles? I don't know if that picture is actually <laughs> or not. Um, he's but, been but... a few things like the Righteous Gemstones, which is in in the background, is like you know the, he's standing in front of the billboard for the premiere. He's been in a yeah. few things. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, well, do you have a previous favorite Jimmy Olsen? Like a pre like do you like the Iceman uh, when he was Jimmy Olsen in Smallville? Uh, I forgot what his name was. Um, but he played Iceman in the uh, the X Men movies, and then he oh, was the Sean Ashmore or Aaron yeah, Ashmore. Yeah, yeah. And the then Ashmore. there was like, yeah, and then there was the Jimmy Olsen from you know Lois and Clark, and like all. Yeah, you know, you know, I movies. mean, I guess you go with a Mark McClure, the original Jimmy Jimmy Olsen. Um, although the guy who played Jimmy Olsen in Superman Returns wasn't that bad either. He was pretty yeah. funny. So I yeah, I yeah, yeah. go with Mark McClure from the the Donner movies. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I Although think, by yeah. Guy, like, Superman four, he it was like you're still just like a guy getting coffee and taking photos. Like you're in your forties, bro. You should be like having a proper job now. You're you're not advancing the Daily Planet. It's time to move on. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> All right, so it, looks, it looks good. Like Superman Legacies, a lot of things are filling out. Uh, I do like that. I'm not familiar with a lot of this cast. Uh, I don't right. know, Rob, how you feel about that, but I like relative newcomers or unknowns and pardon me if i'm just being ignorant these guys are huge in some other and gals are huge in some other markets but i feel like it, it is relatively uh younger yeah and fresher fresh faces yeah um, so yeah yeah i'm i'm, I'm down I'm, i think that's what they need to do especially a lot in these hollywood movies i know it's easy to rely on those tried and tested uh you know vin diesels and that type of stuff um but it's nice to see some new uh new blood uh, on the screen well, especially when they're going to be probably signed to it at minimum three pictures, right? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you keep going on with that, but I feel like you can cheat all kinds of things. You know what I mean? Like, well, listen, I, 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 this thing starts filming next March, so yeah. for a July twenty twenty five feels like a long way away, but starts filming next March. I would not be surprised if between March and July we get some type of formal picture of Superman in his soup because if they're doing outdoor shoots, Pop Rocks are going to yeah. be all over that stuff, right? So. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna see a lot of out of uh, out of context pictures, uh, yeah, and bad lighting and bad angles and stuff like people that. People are gonna so, be upset about the color of the suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you, yeah. so take it with a grain of salt, people. Yeah. Uh, comic book Craig does shout out the Jimmy Olsen that got shot in the face at the beginning of Batman Superman, who was the fake Jimmy Olsen. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Star Wars nerds, rejoice or reject? I guess depends on how you feel about Dave Filoni who was just promoted uh, within Lucasfilm as the chief creative officer. His new role will see him pl uh, planning the future of Star Wars films and TV shows. Uh, I believe that people have actually really loved Filoni, um, mm -hmm. but maybe his shine has waned a little bit with the Disney Plus shows. So, John, is this good news for Star Wars going forward? Yeah, hell yeah. Um, if you watch any of the behind-the-scenes interviews and stuff like that with any of the cast, it's this is the guy. This is the guy they're always talking about. He's the one that has uh, all the answers. 
uh, that type of thing. But he, I think he has admitted he's had he's been struggling with the the, the chores of doing the live action um, and stuff like that. But now, if you put him in charge of everything, um, and hopefully that now now he controls the kind of like flow of things right. instead of things getting tossed to him and him just trying to like you know re-sculpt it or Rubik's cube it and then toss it back to whoever is doing the Obi-Wan show. Toss it back to who's ever doing the book of Boba Fett. Um, so I think, yeah, 100% you need someone to, uh, like, Kevin Feige it or whatever you want to call it, right? Okay, yeah, yeah. So you're happy. Yeah, I, th- I think it's going to yeah. be good. Like 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 I said, Rebels, Andre has always raved about it. I've watched a couple episodes and things like that. Um, he definitely knows the lore. It's just going to be a matter of him juggling all this, the the time constraints and VFX constraints of live action, right, to, to tell <clears> his <throat> stories. Yeah. All right, cool. Uh, well, if you're not a Star Wars fan, maybe you're a fan of the Karate Kid. Uh, last week, an announcement video was released with original Karate Kid uh, and current Cobra Kai star Ralph Macchio standing next to Jackie Chan, who starred in the 2010 remake that also starred Jaden Smith, announcing a new Karate Kid movie that's going to premiere December 13th, 2024. Now, part of this announcement video was a casting call for uh, a new Karate Kid. And of this morning, John, it was revealed that there have been well over 10,000 audition tapes submitted in the last five days. So this is kind of like a melding of the Karate Kid universes, John, because they don't really a- exist in the same universe. I mean, um, mm-hmm. Jackie Chan played Mr. Han. He didn't play Mr. Miyagi. I mean, so they're really kind of bringing these two worlds together. Uh, is this exciting for you as a Karate Kid Cobra Kai fan? Or do you feel like this is like a weird money grab playing on our, our emotions? I think I think we were all expecting it. You with the success of Cobra Kai, uh, we were all kind of always joking. Hey, when's Jane going to show up? When's when's Jackie Chan going to show up? Um, and and Jackie Chan was really cool in that movie. I don't know if you remember that movie. I remember seeing it in theaters and going, yeah, it's really you went to the theater show. to see it. I did. I think you're I, cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, man. We all grew up on Karate Kid. This is the only way for it to return. And and you know, with Jackie Chan, the legend, um, you know. Put, Put the jacket on, take the jacket off. I don't know if you remember the movie at all, but they did. They did these spins on Mr. Miyagi. Uh, I'll admit, I was a little upset on social media when they would post a picture of Ralph Macchio and um, and uh, who, who played Miss Miyagi again, uh, Pat Morita, and yeah. they said, "Oh, Jackie Chan and Pat Mori- and uh, and Ralph Macchio," and I'm like, "That is a different Asian guy. You guys should know better." Um, but I figured it was just in the spirit of like, this is how you know, think of Karate Kid. Um, but yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, sure. I don't know how much uh, more Jackie Chan has got in the tank because he really did burn himself out, uh, you know, almost killing himself, uh, making a lot of movies. So I would I'm curious to see what his role is. He did a wicked job. I don't know if you have watched the new Ninja Turtles yet, Rob. No, um, not it's yet. On, it's on Paramount Plus, uh, but Jackie Chan uh, plays Splinter or voices Splinter and he gets uh, a pretty good scene um, where he runs through his whole gambit of Jackie Chan stuff, but it's all CG. Uh, right. So we'll see uh, how how hard he can run. Can um, I just say though, yeah. looking at this photo, uh, yeah. and for those who are listening after the fact, uh, we got a, vi- a photo of uh, a still shot of this video with Ralph Macchio on one side and Jackie Chan on the other. Um, okay, listen, guys and gals, <laughs> would you watch this movie? Would you watch the movie if these Hang two guys at, was a cat? If this was a cat, look at their hair. Like, yeah. their hair is super dyed. First of all, Ralph Macchio looks like he might be a, a villain in in a really bad like gangster flick, right? Like, like look at the like it was the I'll, I'll criticize the the, the halfway undone zip up uh, with a pop collar is a little um, <laughs> come yeah, on, a little, vil- a little villainous. <laughs> why do they have? Why do why do why do they have to like dye their hair? Like we know you're in your fifties and sixties. We know you're not maintaining that color of hair. Come on now. Yeah. 
Yeah, Gord's like, uh, they aren't there together. Well, you don't know that, Gord. Maybe they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's always suspect when the background is completely not there. Right. <laughs> Shooting it All right. around, around the world. But yeah, I don't know. Like, Do you think this could uh, re reinvigorize yet again? Like, Cobra Kai already did a phenomenal job bringing karate season back. Season one and two, sure. The rest yeah, of the season yeah. were shit. Still, it, had, it was way better than it had any business being. Do you think this has the potential to do that? Or you think it's just going to be Hollywoodified, reboot, point break, um, whatever you want to call it, a mean girl? Did you see there's a mean girls reboot coming out? Yes. Like, yeah. is this going to be just another one of those? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Man. I don't know. All right. And our last uh, tonight is the last bit of news that came out late this afternoon. Um, now, we've been discussing here on the show uh, the creative changes within Marvel's Avengers Kang Dynasty uh, the last few weeks. And today we saw the new writer has been tapped to come aboard the project. Michael Waldron uh, has been uh, is now going to be writing the script for the Kang Dynasty. And if it feels like a weird sense of deja vu for you, it's probably because Waldron has also been tapped to write the Avengers Secret War movie that comes after Kang Dynasty. And we talked about that some months ago. So now he's obviously going to be doing both uh, Avengers uh, 2, Three, four, is this five and six, right? Um, now, uh, Waldron is a showrunner of Loki season one and had contributed to Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness. Um, as of now, <laughs> that, make, that makes you go, what about Loki season one? The disaster that the last half of that thing is. Yeah. Uh, well, as of now, the project is still being referred to as the Kang Dynasty, but one can't help but wonder, John, if a new writer brings with it a new creative direction, and maybe we're going to find out more in 2024, say around Comic-Con, John, uh, that is no longer going to be called the Kang Dynasty. We know it's going to be called Avengers Secret Wars number seven or number six, but what's number five going to be? So we'll find out. He's writing both movies. Hey, it worked for Marcus and... Uh, uh, Marcus McFeely, whatever they were called, right? Who did uh, who did the last couple of Avengers movies? So we'll see how it goes with uh, with Waldron. But John, what are your thoughts on this? Any surprise? Yeah, yeah. Care much much matter? like Craig in the comments, or 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 I don't know, reverse Gordon. I don't know what we want to call him now. Um, but uh, I don't I don't I never like the idea of like someone else coming in and, and kind of like trying to just refigure things out with the same concept. Like like we all heard that. The Daredevil Reborn has gotten scrapped, and they're going to start again from the drawing board. Mm -hmm. um, I feel like when you've got money behind things like this, and you've got as much money as Marvel and Disney and all that kind of stuff, um, you should probably move on to something new um, and st stop trying to trying to you know bring this thing back up, you know, bring it back up to the front layer. You know, it, it got pushed back so far, Rob. We were like, yeah, it's done. You know, basically, I think you reported the other weekend. We were like, oh, Kang Dynasty is is done. Marvel's washing their hands of it. They've already tried to kind of taper it down in Loki season two, all that kind of stuff. Um, and then now this guy's going to rework it, but it could be loosely. He could be taking one element from it and dropping it into his new stuff. So I don't know. I, I feel well, like you just shouldn't start yeah. throwing other people in to fix or, or continue uh, someone else's uh, vision. It, it never seems to work. Well, I'm, it's not, I'm not saying it's of, never worked, but it never seems to work. Well, it's not unheard of though for a writer to, to you know to write up a movie uh, or a, a treatment. They submit it, the you know, it gets they get paid for it, and then the studio's like, "Oh, we're going to bring somebody else in to to take what you've written and make it uh, brand new based off your yeah. ideas." Like that that happens all the time. That doesn't surprise me. It also doesn't surprise me that they're still referring to this as the King Dynasty because to refer yeah. to anything else really then shows like you can't like if you put yourself in Marvel shoes, Marvel's shoes, you can't say. 
oh, we're calling it Avengers 5. You can say, oh, I guess Kang Dynasty is over. They haven't made any announcements. And you mm-hmm. can't you can't all of a sudden say, oh, he's now writing Avengers 5. You know, uh, here comes Doom because people are like, oh, my God, you make like so they're just going to keep referring to it as a Kang Dynasty for the time being. So I don't I don't uh, begrudge them for that. I think we will get a new an announcement of what the new title will be. They change titles all yeah. the time, right? Yeah. Don't so they're, they're, you, you think they've just left the title in there as a place for now? Yeah, for yeah. now, and they'll announce what they're going to be doing. I, I think, I think Kang, as the character, as the, as the big bad, has not worked, and I think from now it will. They're moving on. So, this guy's obviously writing something that's supposed to now join, synchron, uh, you know, in synchronicity with his, the next movie that he was writing, uh, Secret Wars. So, you know, it it will probably be Doom. You know, we'll probably see. Doom fit into something to get them to War World, right? For secret. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah I, I think I think you're right because Quantumania dropped before even Jonathan Major's controversy uh, or recent ale- allegations tra- happened, right? Um, and people still trash the movie, um, despite I, I feel like his performance was actually very good in it, but they didn't care for this character. It's, it seems. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, but you know what? All right, move it, move it, move it along. So all right, uh, yeah. Well, that's all I got for the news, John. That's it. Yeah. All right. Cool. Thank you, Mr. Rob. Thank you for pulling all that news. It's a lot of work. Um, I, I was I'm ready to doing it. Yeah, I was thinking of doing it yesterday, but um, <laughs> glad I didn't. <laughs> that's, why you, that's why you canceled the show yesterday. You're yeah, like, I canceled the show. I couldn't put together all that, folks. Like, that's a lot of work for Rob to pull all that up and be able to uh, recap it all uh, coherently. Um, so <laughs> thank you, everybody. Thanks for the news. Uh, what, what, what? <laughs> Mike says, in the words of a wise man, you can't take Kang seriously. He was taken down by Scott Lang. I think that was either you or I for that last week, John. So we're one, yeah, we're yeah. wise men. Yeah, it's 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 hard. Yeah, it's hard when your your main bad guy goes toe to toe with Ant Man. Arguably, uh, I don't know if you, you would call him the weakest uh, Avenger, but uh, he 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 toted himself as basically this guy who just takes along. But anyways, uh, that aside, Sarah has uh, has has COVID because she's actually a comp- yeah, yeah, she's delusional. <laughs> <laughs> Favorite delusional. <laughs> if you guys are upset that King is out as the big bad guy, let us know in the comments and we'll, we'll yeah. cycle back. Uh, but I'm going to go over some quick things at the shop and then we're going to talk okay. about heist movies. And now you see me um, and all kinds of fun stuff like that. Um, so <laughs> of course, like the dumbest Avenger. <laughs> I, I think he was a scientist, was he not? He was he, he Scott Lang. Yeah. No. What in the movie? He was a he was a burglar. Oh yeah, he's a burglar, bro. All right. Anyways, um, he was a heist. He was a heist planner. We're, we're going to talk about heights. Don't worry. Stay tuned. Um, okay. Quick announcement at the shop. Uh, Andre does have his uh, comics, cookies, and conversation happening. Um, and hold on. Let me move this banner so you can read when it is happening. Um, it is happening November thirtieth. So this week cool. at six thirty p.m. Uh, and the features the book Superman for All Seasons, which is an all time classic, a must read. Uh, if you're if you just want to read comics, um, I think I would. It, it's definitely a number one read for Superman. Um, mm-hmm. And it's probably in that top five, top ten for just comics of all time. Rob, do you do you remember Superman for All Seasons? Yeah, I have it. I, yeah. Might be behind me. Yeah, I've had I've read it a, a handful of times. It's also John the inspiration that James Gunn plastered all over his walls uh, yeah. and posted on social media this week as well. That the, the pages from this are the inspiration, the tone of this are the inspiration, um, part of the inspiration. Uh, yeah, for, yeah. Um, a really a really nice dive into Superman, his origin, yeah. him growing up in Smallville. Um, and I've said it several times, inspiration for the TV show Smallville um, and, and many things that, that came came uh, from the Superman uh, mythos later on. So 100% you should read it. It is available in a regular trade paperback. 
you can get an absolute edition of it, which is a super pimped out edition of it. Um, and if you get a copy from the shop, you will be allowed to join this Comics Cookies in Conversation uh, for free. If not, it's $10 at the door, or you can buy an advanced ticket on our website. And that's Andre and the gang. They'll be discussing all things uh, Superman for all seasons, talking about plot lines, talking about the writing, talking about uh, a lot of the imagery from it, like this panel I've got on the screen. Looks incredible. I, I feel like I haven't read this in a while, so I'm gonna have to dust yeah. it off uh, and check it out. So if you guys haven't read Superman for All Seasons, uh, put it on your Christmas list. Buy it for mm-hmm. a friend. Buy it for yourself. Uh, just get a copy. It's 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 an amazing book. You will not regret it. Um, and then let me see what else we got here, Rob. Uh, I do want to show off one toy that I came up since we've been talking about RoboCop so much. Um, <laughs> NECA, uh, very popular for making a lot of toys, uh, is doing an Alex J. Murphy uh, figure, which is RoboCop before he became RoboCop. Um, which is a really kind of like deep cut. Um, wow. If you guys are a fan of RoboCop and, and I guess uh, Peter Weller, uh, <laughs> you're going to want to get a copy of this figure. But Rob, do you know what, do you want to know the crazy thing about this? This thing comes with a bunch of accessories so you can put together. Oh my God. Don't tell me. Your oh. favorite scenes from RoboCop, <laughs> which is the death of Alex Murphy. This is messed up, Rob. Is this not the craziest thing you've ever seen? Like, could you imagine kind of, that? what kind of sick, <laughs> sick human being wants this figure on their shelves getting destroyed? If you guys are not familiar with Robocop, if you've never seen Robocop one, um, the death of Alex Murphy to then become uh Robocop, which you know, the, their director, writer, all of them have argued it's part of removing uh his humanity and turning him into this cyborg cop, is one of the I, I think it's the most chilling, disturbing scene captured in in a movie ever like i don't know if if i show up at your house rob and this is on your shelf and yeah. you've got a bunch of figures shooting them up <laughs> i feel like i'm leaving like i don't know what's gonna go on here but i'm like i don't think i'm gonna be here for this uh uh but yeah i don't know well, here's rob, the thing it takes <laughs> i I want them to now, they have to now release the figure of the guy who gets like all, who the skin's molt, uh, melting <laughs> the off. Uzi mel- <laughs> the oozy melting guy. <laughs> <laughs> they got to make that guy. Um, listen. Yeah, listen. I'll be honest with you. First of all, yeah. I think it's hilarious. I think it's a great idea. I think it's awesome. <laughs> it's, it, it, But it's not for everybody. It's going to be for that special collector who's like, oh yeah. like yeah, this, this is just, this collector who has everything. I guess it's going to be funny. I've got... I've got Batman. I've got Superman. <laughs> Skeletor. Here's Alec J. Murphy getting murdered by a bunch of ruthless thugs in the intro to RoboCop. And uh, then I've also got Mumra and Superman to the other side of them. Um, right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, can I ask, why do you yeah. think there's such a huge resurgence in this IP in the last... Because PlayStation, they just released a new RoboCop game that yep. apparently it's it's pretty good. For what it is, um, you know, uh, it's it's not you know the best game in the world, and the graphics are a little bit wonky. But people are loving this RoboCop game. Um, you've got, we, you know, we've been highlighting uh, the you know the, um, the the figures coming out from Hot Toys and everything else the yeah. last couple of weeks. You just showed this. Like, why is it like, this movie came out in 1987? So it's not like it's a significant like this is 2023. 20, like we're not at that that 40 year mark, right? So yeah, yeah. And and what? the reboot movie did not do well, right? It, no, it, it did not. It, 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 it <laughs> critic, critically and box office, I think, panned, uh, fell flat. And, but for some reason, just just 80s properties. Uh, this is RoboCop. This is the one of the pinnacles of sci-fi. When we were talking about R-rated movies, uh, one of the first answers out of everyone's mouth was RoboCop. Um, so I I think it's just I think it's just timing. RoboCop toys. 
uh, and merchandise has always been in production. They have Ed 209 figures. They have those that hot toys, hot hot toys, hot toys oh, yeah. Robocop three figure um, that I showed off the other week, which I'm sold out of now. Uh, it's all gone. You can't get it anymore. Sorry, folks, you missed out on that. Uh, so if you went on, on the next one, let me know. Um, but th- that w- that w- I would have ordered like a year or two ago. So it's just mm-hmm. it, I feel like it's just hitting all at the same time. And this video game certainly helps. Like Rob said, I, a lot of people just uh, praise it because it's just good fun. You want to be RoboCop? You want to relive those movies? You get this game. Um, <laughs> yeah, shout outs to Nerd Emperor here. Uh, Alex, <laughs> he, he's thinking of ideas to, to use the Murphy blasted off arm. Uh, and and you know what? I, maybe I take it back. I think this figure is actually hilarious. I think you're right, Rob. This figure is pretty hilarious. Um, NECA has been known to do stuff like this. They have a whole bunch of Freddy and Jason figures as well. Yeah. And you would get accessory packs of the victims he would murder and bodies and all kinds of silly stuff. So, yeah, I, I can't hate on it. Although I will say that is one of the most traumatizing scenes you could ever see uh, on film that's not, uh, you know, like one of those cult uh, underground movies. Hey, yeah. Uh, you think it's something that scarred you worse? Yes. Ready? Yeah. The never okay. story when the horse drowns. Yeah, in the quicksand. <laughs> I was gonna say, is it, is it when the horse is sinking in the quicksand? Yeah, traumatizing. I remember watching that in summer camp, and I must have been like, I don't know, maybe 10 or less. You went to summer and, camp when you were 19. I don't know why you, we yeah, had yeah, to- maybe. <laughs> Sorry, it was last week. I was yeah. in summer camp, and they had the, the movie night, and we yeah. watched <laughs> never ending story. And I'm like, I'm like, damn, yo, this, this horse is gonna die. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, we've talked about this You know what? I bet you there. Video and I had to fast forward. I had to be like, mm, and couldn't watch yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that, that that probably exists as an action figure. I should go dig that up. Um, and you can get <laughs> the drowning get, horse. Yeah, yeah. You can get you can get uh, Optimus Prime dead from from the Transformers '80s movie, which is yeah. You know when Optimus Prime died, you can get the never ending. I forgot what the damn unicorn horse's name was. Um, but I remember it's a popular name. Sinking in the quicksand, and the and the character trying to pull them out, and then you can have Alex J. Murphy getting destroyed. By a bunch of thugs in uh, Detroit. <laughs> that can be your shell. Betray you, was it? Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're absolutely right. <laughs> yeah, uh, Gord puts it properly. Yeah, we're old enough to have money for stupid stuff. No, it's yeah, Artax. 100%. Artax was the horse that belonged to Atreyu. Atreyu was the kid. Oh, Artax. Yeah. Artax. Artax was the. I think that's the... only traumatizing because you probably saw that movie when you were really young. Uh, and unlike a lot of movies now where a character dies or disappears, they usually end up coming back at the end. You know, Olaf doesn't die in Frozen. Spoiler alert, folks. He comes back in the end. You know, it's like. <laughs> no, that horse didn't. <laughs> yeah, that horse never came back. <laughs> you, know, you know what? You know what happened to him? Yeah. We became meatballs in Ikea. Jesus <laughs> oh, Christ. Hey, if you make a remake of Never Ending Story, you guys let me know in the comments. Do you have that horse die again? <laughs> and not come back at the end? You know, happy ending uh, at the end of the movie. You don't? No. You, you keep that in there? That's yeah. part of the charm of Never Ending yeah. Story? I, I figure right. if I had to suffer through that, then the future generations ought to <laughs> I suffered through it. You're suffering through it. Here's That's the right. trauma. <laughs> All right. Alex J. Murphy, horse sinking in the sand up All there. Right. <laughs> um, neck and neck. Uh, before we get into our uh, movie of the night, I just want to remind everybody. Um, so John and I were looking at the calendars. And, uh, and hey, uh, the holidays are fast approaching. And Dude, so. You're out of time. My, my reminder is 27th, now. right? We you only have one, two, three, 
Christmas is in four Mondays from this week. It's four weeks today, John. So all of those who are thinking about, you know, shopping, I know you hit your Black Friday sales. You Today were your Cyber Monday sales. But if you're thinking, okay, I got to start gearing up for, for Christmas shopping for my, my, my loved ones, friends, family, whoever, or even if it's like John said earlier for yourself, because let's face it, when yeah. you get to our age, we just buy stuff for ourselves and tell our wives just to wrap it up for us. So, um, if you're, you're looking for stuff, now's the time to hit Heroes World, whether you're going to the shop uh, in Richmond Hill or you're going to go online or call John. Check out the social medias, John and Andre, uh, but check out their Facebook pages. But make sure you're directing your traffic towards the Heroes World store because they have a lot of cool stuff that are uh, are out for the holidays. They're all stocked up, ready to go. And every year, John, we've been doing this. This is the third year doing this, I think, now. Every year, you always tell me about a week and a half to two weeks out of Christmas. You're like, people are calling. They want this. It's sold out. And we've been telling you guys to put, you know, be calling in now. So don't be, don't be a fool. Get your shit now. Yeah, especially. And if you're putting together your list for other loved ones, <laughs> make sure if you got some obscure stuff on there. I've had a, a plenty of list of, of really kind of rare, hard to find stuff. Uh, you got to give them a heads up and go, hey, if you're going to look, look for these on the yeah. ASAP. Um, and sometimes you guys are sending these guys on a fool's errand because you're asking for the most rare thing. Um, and it, that's a hard alone for an expert collector to find. And then you're sending an, an outsider or a civilian to go find it for you. Uh, give them some time or give them a heads up. <laughs> all right. Yeah. All right. Let's go. We're, 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 we're done making fun of Reverse Gord and Craig 2.0 um, and whoever we want to make fun of. Um, thank you guys for sticking with us. Let's let's get into the movie, Rob. Are we getting into this movie that, that yeah, Rob right. picked? I want to uh, just make highlight that fact that Rob picked. <laughs> let's go. I was like, this fool has never said that before. It's interesting. Obviously, <laughs> he's dipping his hand. I wanted to watch Total Recall or Winter Soldier, and Rob picked this movie. Go ahead. We've Rob. watched Winter Soldier so many times, man. You could watch it again. It's a Christmas movie. No, it's got it winter in the title. Definitely not. <laughs> All right, it's got winter uh, in the title. Now you see me labeled as an American heist movie mixed with magic, John. Uh, now you see me was released May 31st, 2013, uh, directed by Lewis Lederer, who also directed this past summer's major stinker, Fast X, with a script <laughs> by Ed Solomon and Boaz Yakum. The movie stars Jesse Eisenberg, Mark Ruffalo, Woody Harrelson, Isla Fisher, Dave Franco, Michael Caine, and Morgan Freeman. Uh, with a budget of about $75 million, the movie brought in $351 million at the box office. Now, when it was released, the movie received mixed reviews from critics and currently sits at only 51% uh, rotten, unrotten tomatoes, but an audience score, John, of 70. And while critics panned the twist ending as being highly illogical, the movie yeah. box office draw did help greenlight a sequel that came out in 2016. And just a few weeks ago, a third movie was confirmed by star Jesse Eisenberg, who said filming should be starting sometime next year. So, John, here we are. That was a quick rundown. Uh, were you a fan of this film or like, were you hopeful to be one of the four horsemen or are you more likely a donkey of one? <laughs> speaking of donkeys um <laughs> i had thought i saw this and and for some reason i thought i clearly remembered it and after i watched it um i popped on the trailer and i was like i remember what i remember now i saw this trailer in theaters and i distinctly remember turning to the people sitting next to me and going that looks like a piece of shit and i'm never gonna watch that and here we are watching now you see me and i wish i didn't see you um and i thought this was the i thought this was a prank from from rob to get me to watch this movie 
on that bail on the show. That's why I wanted to make sure we rescheduled because I didn't watch me. I didn't want me watching this movie for nothing. Oh my god, happen. <laughs> but that would have been one hell of a bit. That, that yeah, that and then Rob's like, yeah, no, I can't make it. <laughs> and he's just like, I got you. I got you to watch this movie because this movie, folks. Um, I think Lewis says I I, I I forgot to watch the movie and I'll watch it. Please please don't. This movie is trash, Rob. But he's dead. I don't he's know what. He said I said it before he quite liked it. He, he might, maybe, maybe his memory is not quite what it used to be. Uh, but this movie is trash. It's kind You're of out of control. <laughs> okay. Uh it's 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 you know, it's a good movie to put on the background and not pay attention to and then just be like excited to see these absolutely incorrect. On <laughs> How, you, you can't not pay attention, John, because you won't know what tricks are being done. The tricks are irrelevant. If okay, Rob, if I gave you a choice and said, "Hey, we're gonna go see David Copperfield live show right. on TV, or yes. or you know on on in 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 person, or I'm gonna say, hey, let's we're gonna watch a video uh, produced by DreamWorks of okay. David Copperfield's most famous magic trick where he makes the Statue of Liberty disappear. Okay. Um, what what are you gonna do? You're gonna want to see it live. You're not gonna want to watch a special effects uh, recreation of magic. Um, that is basically just fancy editing in CGI. Um, so I I don't know. Wait a minute, Rob, wait a minute. Sorry, are you saying then that you're saying that you didn't like this movie because you would prefer to see magic shows live and the fact that you're oh, having okay. so the movie the movie the movie is bad so much so guys when when you get to the plot twist I don't know if we want to spoil it just yet in case you for some bonkers reason want to watch this in your life. <laughs> um, when when you when you see the twist and you find out who's behind it or who done it. Who's you're the just fifth left, Yeah, yeah. You're just left going, really, really, and then they proceed to put together the shoddy uh, 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 montage of this guy, like in the background. It's like, oh yeah, I've been behind this the whole time. You should have figured this out. There's no way to figure this movie out because it comes so out of left field. Um, I don't know how to use this baseball analogy. I started it, but I, I can't. I, I'm not going to be able to finish it. Um, but <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. There's no reason that this guy should be behind it all. Um, but I don't know. And then you combine the element of trying to reproduce magic, um, street level magic and other other things like that on screen where you don't have to explain it. This is similar to remember when we watched that safe cracking movie that was like a prelude to RB of the Dead or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the guy would be like, I'm going to crack this safe. And you just go boop, 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 army of safe crack. Yeah. 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 And, and all of a sudden the safe's cracked. You don't get to see anything behind it. You don't get to learn about the tumblers. You don't get to learn about, you know, like uh, how lockpick works or anything like that. They just all of a sudden this. He's he's good. He's good at unlocking safes. That's it. Um, but yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the movie is ridiculous. <laughs> the the re okay. The, how Rob? How do you? How does the plot twist of Mark Ruffalo actually being behind all this? So way to go! There's, there's the no spoilers. clues. I guess you spoilers. you are I'm going to so spoil hard. this movie because because I want to do you the this the service of not having to watch this. Okay, Rob. Let's hear about you. Chose this movie. Obviously, you liked it for some reason. Ever made? No, no. no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I would watch any of. I, I I propose a whole bunch of heist movies. I would have watched any of those other heist movies. I would have watched Superman four before I watched this ever again. Superman um, with, with Nuclear Man. Yeah, with Nuclear Man and Richard Pryor. He no, came that was Superman hack. three. You dumbass. Is it Superman three? Oh man, yes. Superman three is great. Even better. Even better. <laughs> we don't have to deal with Nuclear Man. We go straight to Richard Pryor. Um, which is the the whole like rounding up a penny, whatever he steals that penny. Um, that is a more spectacular, uh, explainable heist than this. Uh, Rob, okay. what? It, come on, okay, man! So you got to give me at least something. Okay. Here. Is this movie perfect? No. Um, yeah. 
it, you know, but it's fun. This is the thing about this movie. This movie is fun. Um, I do agree that what here's what irritates me a little bit about this movie is that yeah. when they're doing the 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 magic, you can tell they're using yes. CGI. Like when Isla Fisher is throwing like a handkerchief and all of a sudden it turns into like three black capes floating all over the place. Like yes. that type of stuff that kind of irritates me. Like if you're going to do the magic and try to make it as real as possible, then make it as real as possible, the magic, right? As opposed to having to rely on CGI. So I will concede that that part <clears throat> irritates me. But yeah. what about her getting out of the piranha tank? There's, it's not explained. Nothing is explained in this movie. Um, but how the magicians they, don't, they don't explain. Their, their yeah, they do now. They do all over TikTok and YouTube. They tell you how the tricks work. That's not how real magicians, they don't, they, then they don't real abide by the code. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, I think, listen, the premise is pretty sound, right? Like, if you think about it, it's a heist movie involving, involving magicians, like magic, sleight of hand, misdirection. Mm -hmm. Like, I think it's a pretty wicked premise. And so I think, could this movie have been better? Yeah, sure. Of course. It could have been an could hour could long. Be as much trash as you're saying, not even close. <laughs> An hour, dude. They, an hour. It's not a movie, John. It's an after-school special. They needed like you don't you don't really learn anything about any of the characters. It's probably the worst version of Michael Caine I've ever seen. Um, <laughs> like like even his accent couldn't save this character that he was playing. Like it was it was just bad. Um. Okay. And and it's just bad. Like it and and Jesse Eisenberg. You didn't find anything about this movie to be fun. It start it starts off semi interesting, um, okay. and then just yeah I don't know the whole the whole heist thing the whole uh, Mark Ruffalo chasing them around, right? The funnest scene is uh, Mark Ruffalo uh, chasing uh, what Franco uh, the younger Franco, yeah, um, which Franco. is the most yeah which is the most physical of all the scenes. That makes sense that if you're going to use CGI, you're going to use CGI to flip a car over, um, and have him throw uh, exploding cards at a guy. Um, but but all the other Wait, scenes of them dropping the card. guy in the he wasn't gambit he was he was throwing <laughs> he was, he was chucking cards was... no there's one point where he looks at he uh, grabbed uh, all that, uh, that thing of fake cash it was the paper that the that he was throwing and then he had the cards and he was whipping them so fast he was giving him paper cuts did you watch yeah. this movie john yeah i did i tried to not watch it <laughs> i okay. would have at, at halfway i would have no I, I think the problem is when you turn um, and 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 it's revealed that this is the guy behind it all. It just yeah. doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. The whole movie falls apart it, at that it point. Didn't, it didn't give you. So you were waiting. You thought the reveal was going to be sixth sense like, where you're like, "Holy shit! I did not see that coming." I thought and it was going to make more sense. I, I definitely didn't see it coming because they didn't do the groundwork. It didn't make sense that <clears throat> right. how on earth would he be behind this, and why so would you play okay. along? all this kind of stuff and and things like that like the the most interesting character i found was the his french partner um i thought she was one of the coolest characters it um, made no sense that she starts kissing him after he yelled at her but I yeah yeah I, okay. yeah it's always yeah an unearned unearned uh finale kiss is never fun right. i remember they were going to put it at the end of kiss of the dragon Aaliyah and uh jet lee and i'm glad they <laughs> took it out um sometimes right. those things they it, you don't need a kiss at the end of stuff sometimes you know right so you're not going to watch now you see me too Hell no. <laughs> Daniel Radcliffe's in it. Uh, I think Jay Chow's in it as well. Um, yes, he is. You know, very big fan of his music, but uh, not a fan of his uh, acting debuts. Uh, initial D uh, <laughs> comes to mind. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Just something about this movie and the fact that it is all a setup, I guess, for 
these characters to then become something. I've heard the second movie is not as good. I think you said it was not as good. Um, I would have liked to see a little bit more of the character characters kind of uh, explored. You don't really care. For, I I didn't really care for any of these characters to be honest. So who's your favorite four of the four horsemen? Who was your favorite? Um, the one that I would least like to see. It, it was probably the Dave Franco guy because he he got to do the most physicality, um, and and he looked really he looked really good doing. It. He had, I don't know if he's ever had an action kind of run before yeah. but he looked good doing that doing those well, yeah his things. his close combat stuff with the handcuffs and everything else is pretty cool yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah sarah says the second one is not as good all right um that's that's a lot if it's not as good as this that's okay bad. <laughs> so, all right so your favorite horseman is is dave franco i probably concur although i'm a big woody harrelson fan i think he's been yeah, yeah 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 like who do, who do you like like the cast is is good like that i expected a lot more from this cast i was expecting an Ocean's Eleven type experience, yeah, but it definitely was not that. No, um, I, yeah, but do you think Ocean's Eleven holds up? It's been a very long time since we've seen that movie. Uh, I don't know. It's got Brad Pitt, George Clooney, like that. I feel like it does. Um, it's a little more slick, and it doesn't have this weird magic element it has to incorporate. I know that's the gimmick of this particular movie. Yeah, um, but I don't know. I feel like making the fake magic show. It doesn't work out as uh, great as they thought it was going to. All right, uh, but they did fit a car chase in there. Every heist movie, every good heist movie, should have some type of car chase in there. So yep. you know, throw throw it and in did there. You but enjoy who, who seeing you... your boy Common? Yeah, Common in in a non role. He didn't need to get to do anything. He got to play the fake uh, violin. Also, yeah. the the hyp- hypnotist gimmick is kind of like a little out there. That this guy just has magic ability to hypnotize whoever to do whatever. Um, but it's a, anyways, it's a magic movie, John. Yeah, I know it. It just it, it it didn't it didn't all come together. Uh, all right, like, fair who, enough. Who, who do you like from this cast though? Like they they're all like this is an all star cast, right? Yeah, yeah, I like them all uh, except for Jesse. Like, Eisenberg. These are all A listers. Yeah, Jesse Eisenberg. I feel like he plays relatively the same characters all the time. I don't know if it's his cadence. I don't know what, but he's just, I yeah, he's he's fine. But um, yeah, I like Dave Franco in this movie. I actually. Um, I think Morgan Freeman probably doesn't really do much. Like he's he's just Morgan Freeman. Like I feel like they got him just because it's Morgan Freeman for the name, right? Like they, maybe they needed some star quality to be able to, to yeah. pull in. Some he, looked, he looked fly with the with the earrings in and stuff. He looked he looked pretty pretty cool. I kind of felt like he was not needed though. Like his his role wasn't needed. In fact, no, I think it would have been really cool. There's no reason like that for them to put him on blast that bad. No, 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 no. And so the whole point. ending, like the whole ending about why all this stuff was happening and then framing him, I felt like wasn't really earned. Like you don't really, you know what I'm saying? So yeah, 100%. I know what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's the trick. They but, tricked us. <laughs> but this movie, uh, uh, yeah. Yes, I'm, I'm giving it. But, but would I, you, would you watch it. this in realistically? Would you watch this if we're. So if we were putting a put top five, top three heist movies, is what is going to be anywhere on top three? You got you can't you can't keep shifting. Okay, let, I'll give you more room. I'll give you top five. Do you uh, does this make the cut for ultimate all time? No, no, it doesn't. It doesn't. It hundred percent doesn't. Right? But it makes the cut for top um, movie about magic. <laughs> top movie about magic. <laughs> what, what what's its competition? <laughs> magic Mike. <laughs> I'd rather watch Magic Mike than this. Any I'm one of those sure sequels. You would. <laughs> you guys, if you have a magic Abracadabra, John's pants have disappeared. Oh, that happened. Is, is the Mike. Wizard a movie about magic? I'll take that movie over this movie. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
I watched The Mentalist. You know, you watch The Mentalist TV show over this. Like, there's so many things you would choose over rewatching this again. With its, we- I think the problem is that the ending that you pointed out is so weak that even even if you enjoy the beginning part, once they get to the ending and they and they and they flip the reveal on you, uh-huh. you're just like, why? Could have been anything else. Like, I like it. Why? <laughs> I'm I fine it. with that. People can like what they like, uh, but I feel like it 100 does not make your top five list. Um, well, not for, no, but you're asking make... me for 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 heist movies. What is like, and would it make your top my top five? Obviously, it wouldn't. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So I, I'm assuming yours. It, it does not make yours either. Hundred <laughs> does not even make it. To the... <laughs> Worst heist movies. I think it it definitely in the contention for top five. Um, All right. So but... then let's talk about heist movies. Like, if you think there's quite a bit of them, and you know, I saw that on social media, you posted a, a lot of. Yeah, uh, pictures of that. Um, so like, okay, I, I mean, I don't know. I've never really sat down to think about my top. Yeah, well, well, you know, we've already covered it on this show. Stu came in on a special episode. Heat, hundred yes. percent. Heat is up there. Yeah. Um, and then you have other other movies. Uh, Fast and the Furious Five for sure revolutionized the whole Fast and the Furious franchise, turned it into a heist movie, and then they proceeded to get a little too out of hand on the following movies. So love or hate those later movies. Number five is definitely like a very enjoyable experience. Ocean's Eleven. Um, I really like Den of Thieves, which is almost like a tribute to uh, Heat. Uh, but so so many other options uh, for a great heist movie uh, that I would choose over this. Uh, I, I, I don't want to poop on this movie anymore. But uh, uh, but yeah, I don't know. I'm trying what, to what think, think what like what would categorize for me as a like. Like I was just looking up heist movies, and there's a couple. Yeah. I mean, I, I thought about the town. I the town was a good heist, heist yeah, movie. Town, yeah. <clears throat> With um, uh, and so I thought about that one before, and I looked it up, and I was like, two of my uh, of like that are in like my top, you know, movies. Like if I say my top fifty-ish movies, one is Usual Suspects, and the another one is uh, Reservoir Dogs, and they yeah. say that they're listed as heist movies, and I never really considered that. I guess Reservoir Dogs is a heist movie, but to me, I don't look at it as being a heist movie. It's more of a character study, right? And is Usual mm-hmm. Suspects a heist movie? I don't really know, but I mean, I thought that that was like that's that's how you do uh, an ending. You know what I'm saying? That's how you unveil. That's how you pull the veil off and you re- and you expose the tricks of a movie. The Usual Suspects nailed that 100. Um, so uh Gord says uh point break. That was another one I was thinking about. It was like that's you know, is that considered a heist movie, right? So yeah, it's it's got an element of a heist in it, so I definitely would consider it in the under the umbrella of heist, but a dedicated heist movie has to have not I don't know. I, I feel like the list are has to have uh has to have a put the team together, let's do it, you know, gone in 60 seconds probably qualifies as well, the new Nicolas Cage one. Um uh like Fast and the Furious, same thing, putting together a team, Ocean's Eleven Inception. putting together a team. Inception. Oh yeah, Inception was like it's like a mind, uh, time altered reality. They're really breaking in to get the money from the guy, right? Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. So there's so so there's a lot of focus. Uh, <laughs> Rogue with, One, Star Wars story. Yeah, uh, you know what? Uh, and then Ant Man. People say Ant Man's a heist movie because he steals, he breaks into uh, to to steal the suit. It's it's funny for a second there. People was like, "Is that a doggy? We want the we want the Diggo. Stop the." Sh- <laughs> Dog time. I didn't know what they were talking about, and then I realized my dog was in here and was rolling around making <laughs> noises. So that must be what they were referring to. Scratch his butt on the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, like the Italian job, somebody mentioned that, right? Uh, yeah. Thomas yeah. Conacher, I know somebody mentioned. I, and if you think about it, John, a lot of the Mission Impulse movies are heist movies. Yeah, yeah, they're technically Tom Cruise or whoever, aka Tom Cruise, uh, puts together a team to accomplish a mission, which is essentially some elaborate heist, um, which involves face masks, holding your breath underwater, parachuting on a plane, all kinds of crazy nonsense. Right? Yeah. Um, so there's a lot of things to go with. I guess uh, I've always viewed movies. heist movies to be like bank robbery movies, or like if you're stealing like from a like Ocean's Eleven, right? Like you're stealing money from a casino, right? And you're and the, yeah. So for me, I'm thinking when I think of heist movies, I'm thinking the entire the the you know the 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 build up, you know, the planning the planning and then the execution of that robbery is how I look at heist movies. I so that's why yeah, I, 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 I think really, the end game has to be the heist, right? So like yes, in end game, I never heist, really considered. Like, Reservoir Dogs a heist movie because I yeah, yeah yeah so some movies have the heist as part of an element to get to another part of the story we need to heist this thing to do the, to solve this other thing um, so when the whole movie revolves around this this big job um, that's when you call it a heist movie uh, we watched Wrath of Man earlier this yeah. year um, you know Rob Rob's seen it multiple times I don't think I'm ever going to watch it again uh, yeah, but you, it, you it was enjoyable you. overall you Snatch really would you consider too. Snatch a heist movie? The, uh, um, it depends what version of Snatch you're talking about, John. <laughs> the movie. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, the one with Brad Pitt. Sorry, I thought yeah. you meant... <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but like Baby Driver, is that like, I mean, yeah. you know, you know, I guess that could be a heist movie. So like, and, and, and even, even uh, Drive, right? Drive is considered, I guess, a heist movie. Yeah, it has a heist in it. Like heist is part, like the heist the the, the yeah. heist that they signed the guy up for his character is an element of the movie but overall the movie is about the driver right same with baby driver there's yeah. a bunch of different heists in the movie but overall the movie is about that that guy that characters do, do you think we're now setting ourselves up to have issues because we keep saying the word heist so much no, I think we can say heist a bunch more times. You think so? Is your favorite <laughs> What's the heistiest recording? of all heist movies? <laughs> Is your favorite recording artist Feist? Feist? <laughs> oh, she had the, some great songs. He was on Sesame Street one time. Uh, but anyways, uh, is Focus a heist movie? That's Will Smith, Margot Robbie? Am, uh, or am I thinking wrong movie? Which one? Focus? Focus, know. yeah. Uh, with Margot Robbie? I don't know. Is it? I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't remember that movie. Yeah, uh, Sammy mentions Sammy... the actual movie called The Heist. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's too easy. <laughs> that's too easy. The game. It's I feel like game. I watched the game is with Michael Douglas, right? Uh, back in the day. Yeah, but that wasn't a heist movie, though. That was like a yeah. deception movie. Yeah. But anyways, what what do you think your favorite heist movie is then? If we can't narrow it down to your top five. Um, which now you see me doesn't make. So look at um, this. But so Sammy, Sammy, uh, two thousand one Gene Hackman, Danny DeVito movie called Heist. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I remember seeing it. When you look up heist movies, it comes up because it's got it right in the title. David Nimmit. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it's not really on anyone's list. Uh, but yeah, the, the game. Could, uh, I remember it being a big deal that movie. Um, didn't we just you watch it a while ago? Like, didn't we watch it like within like the last year and a half or something? Because I just watched it like a year and a half or two years ago. I think you might have rewatched it. I didn't. Um, but yeah, shout out your favorites. Uh, let us know your favorites, folks. Uh, Sarah says Ocean's Eleven. Yeah, the very very def defining of the genre. Um, I'm probably going to choose Fast Five because of the cars, Paul Walker, um, 
Tyrese. Uh, it's got all, got all the players that, that you that you would expect. Yeah. <laughs> to he means getting away with the money. So does that qualify as a heist movie? Is that you've gotten away with it? So like, yeah, um, like a failed heist. Like Heat. Do they get away with it in Heat? They, I feel like everybody no. dies. Yeah, they all die. Everybody dies, right? Yeah. So it's a failed heist. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a failed heist, but the heist is there. Great Train Robbery would be a good heist movie, I guess. Money Train? Remember Money Train with Willie Harrelson and uh, Wesley Snipes? And they try not to. <laughs> <laughs> it's an all right movie. Come on. Somebody said the Thomas Crown Affair, but I guess, yeah, I guess, you know, I guess that would count as well, right? And like, again, okay, so Point Break. Was Point Break a heist movie? Like, that's a problem. I don't know. I mean, it has, as you said, John, it has an element of, of a heist in it, but does it qualify as a heist movie? I'm not sure. I I, I, I would I would allow it if someone was picking their favorite movie because the whole uh, Patrick Swayze's team is a bunch of just heisters. Um, and I will throw out this recommendation again. If you guys haven't watched it, Animal Kingdom, I think it's available on Netflix, um, but it's basically just about a family of criminals um, and they perform heists. Um, a very unfortunate or not, a, a poor choice of name i feel like everyone every time i tell someone to watch animal kingdom they're like what i don't want to watch animals um but it's a really good <laughs> really good movie about a, a, a career criminals and a family of them uh foolproof is <laughs> that that ryan reynolds movie i don't i don't know if it was all right so people put in your in the chat what your favorite heist movie is i i think i'm having a tough time because i kind of want to say between heat yeah, and Usual Suspects because Usual Suspects is sick, but I feel like Ocean's Eleven yeah. is like a proper heist movie because I like the idea of like the gathering the team, the planning. Like they spent most of that movie planning the 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 heist, right, and then pulling it off. So I kind of yeah. feel like yeah. that almost by its very nature is is like up there as being one hell yeah, of a it, it, cre it created the template that's that's the new modern template even if other movies did it before it's the one that you're going to know it's the one you use to describe a new movie of that caliber now you see me is described as oceans 11 with with uh magicians fast and the furious 5 you could describe as oceans 11s with cars um you know army of the dead oceans 11 with army dudes i don't know army of the dead rob would that make your list I know you're a big Ar Snyder guy. No, it's Army of Thieves. Is it Army of Thieves? Or is it Army, Army of the Dead is zombies. Remember, they're trying to get into Vegas and stuff like that. That's Ar yeah. And, uh, yeah. There's a heist, is it not? <laughs> no. But see, like uh, Sammy says, they're taking Pelham 1, 2, 3. That is, according to Rotten Tomatoes, the number one heist movie of all time from 1974. Yeah, Denzel Washington. I'll, I'll, I'll give you that. Denzel Washington. Wait, yeah. no. 1974, man. Oh, the original. Yeah, you're thinking the the remake with John Travolta and stuff. <laughs> yeah, nobody ever counts that movie. No, I'm talking, I'm talking like okay. Robert Shaw and Walter Matthau and stuff, man. Oh, all right. So yeah, Gord shouts out Fast and Furious One where they're stealing DVD players, but there's so much other uh, elements of that movie. Um, and Fast and the Furious, I've always stated this. It's basically a redux of Point Break. And if we're gonna allow Point Break into this, yeah, sure, we should allow Fast and Furious One. Although Fast and the Furious Five uses the formula that we're all familiar with: make a team uh do do the fun stuff uh and then reveal at the end how the whole plan came together um, so now and, they got it and they get away with it yeah so i was actually thinking about this movie i i watched it a lot when i was younger um like in the 90s or whatever but dead presidents and according to esquire oh, yeah. 
it's number two on the list. Number one is taken of Pelham one, two, three. Um, okay. Dead Presidents is a pretty is a pretty sick uh, heist movie. Um, yeah, I haven't I haven't heard about it in a, in some time. I remember it was a big deal back in the day. Yeah, and somebody mentioned Inside Man. I think that was a pretty cool. Remember when he <laughs> remember when he hid in the bank and behind the walls? That was pretty sick. Yeah, I don't I don't remember that. That's Denzel, right? That one's for sure, Denzel. Yeah, yeah. I almost now now I want to go watch no, Ocean's I Eleven. Thing. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven. That's why I, I wished we watched Ocean's Eleven instead. <laughs> yeah. Well, we didn't. We watched. Okay, okay uh, so now you see me, John, and I guess now yeah, yeah. you don't. <laughs> now I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I'm ever going to watch the second one. You guys have all said the second one is crap, um, pretty much unanimously. Even if you like this first one for some reason, um, although it did look pretty wild. I watched the trailer after, and I was like, oh, this seems like more of those characters, kind of. Uh, getting fleshed out now um but what do you so feel you about the third one Superman rob three though superman yeah. three is a heist as a, it's not a heist movie however as a concept of gus whatever his last name was stealing the money that yeah. was then used and referenced as a focal point in office space so office space is also a heist movie that probably would make <laughs> your top five um but but the third one, Rob, like, do you know much about the third now you see me? Are you going to go see it? Are you excited for it? Do you care that they're making a third one? I I, I, I don't know if I would see it in theaters. I'd have to see what the trailer is like. It'd probably be a streamer. But, yeah, I mean, if I, you know, I, I might, if if Sammy's like, hey, buddy, let's go check it out. Because uh, I know he's a big fan of these these movies. Uh, yeah, I'd go, I'd go check it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, now, now you see me, actually, I, like, if it was a streaming movie, uh, I'd be for sure. Like, I'm like, this is pretty good for a streaming movie. Uh, but I don't know. Anyways, uh, All right. bashing this movie aside. But uh, Rob, so Rob is going to see three, but he's not super excited for it. He'll catch it on the 45 days later on streaming. <laughs> I know, but right now, like, I'm looking at all these heist movies. Like, The Town, I'm like, yeah, I want to go watch that again. I really Yeah, like The that. Town. See, The Town, Rob, I think I've mentioned several times that I've never seen The Town before. Um, all right. Well, we so can do we it should... a town another time, John. Yeah, we should do the town, do the town in general, and then do the town, the movie. Um, but go. and then we should also do Winter Soldier and Total Recall. Uh, <laughs> uh, no, we're not doing Winter Soldier again. <laughs> oh man, Back to the Future too. I think I would qualify it as a heist. The whole thing revolves around that sports almanac. Um, yeah. <laughs> See, I'm pretty sure this movie is called Army of the Dead. No, uh, and then the it's Army no, of Thieves, th man. No, Army of Thieves is the spinoff. That's what I'm talking about. That was one with the yeah, vault but, and trying to yeah, like. Yeah, but Army of the Dead is also a heist because they're going to the casino to take the money or something like that, right? Well, yes. <laughs> I like how you reluctantly just were like, oh, wait a second. <laughs> I just give up. I give up fighting you. I'm like, it's like, a, it's like, it's like my wife. I'm like, yeah, whatever you say is fine. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, shout outs to set it off. I remember set it off being a big deal uh, back in the day. Um, is that with Jada? I don't remember. I think it's Jada. Yeah, and, and, and I forgot who else was in it. It was a, it was a big deal back in the day, and they were talking about remaking it. Uh, I don't know if that ever got off the ground, um, but <laughs> yeah, Army of the Dead. Yeah, you're right. Lewis, Lewis says it's a heist. Yeah, 100% is a heist. They they have to get into that casino and get the blah blah from the thing, and they put together their team. Um, yeah, all right. they, they don't quite make it, but anyways. <laughs> nope. Not at all. 
Uh, are you looking forward to seeing any more of that, Rob, or is that done? Is it is it over? Oh no, I think uh, I think uh, Zack Snyder is going to be going back to that world. But I mean, listen, I think he's busy with Rebel Moon right now. Like that Ooh. comes right? Doesn't that come out in December? Uh, I feel like one? people have already seen it, Rob. How have we not seen this already? Because it hasn't come out yet, John. I feel like some people have previewed it. I don't know. We gotta we gotta get on that somehow. Rebel Moon. Well, no, because I remember they're having a screening in the next couple of weeks, but then I think it comes out later this later the month of uh, December. So, um, but then he's already talking about an unrated director's cut. I don't know, man. This guy's got yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> man, I don't know. Some of the director's cuts, um, especially when it only features like five minutes of additional footage. Yeah, definitely feels like some kind of crazy cash grab. Uh, yeah, but anyway, yeah folks, that was a heist out of your wallet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I don't even know if it's. I don't care about the money. It's the time. It's right. the time. The time. The time they waste by insulting the audience. Was, as long uh, as hey, you get to see Icelandic singers in uh, Rebel Moon, you will be a happy man, John. <laughs> Smelling Aquaman's sweater. I don't know, dude. Uh, I, I wonder what they're doing now. I wonder if they appear in Iceland at conventions. We're the singers from Justice League, <laughs> Snyder Cut. Um, we'll autograph Maybe. our we'll autograph our CDs for you. Um, <laughs> But yeah, Rob, if I see that online somewhere, I'm going to get it for you. That'll be a Christmas present, buddy. Great. Um, Thanks. (laughs) uh, But anyways, thank you, everybody, for giving us your Monday night. Hopefully you had some laughs. Um, uh, Hopefully I didn't bat. If this was your favorite movie, um, (laughs) okay. (laughs) Sure, you liar. Uh, But uh, (laughs) what's up, Izzy? Is this the end of the show? Yes, this is the end of the show, sweetie. And like and subscribe and hit the bell. Okay. Thanks. Okay. (laughs) get the bed um all right thanks a lot guys thank you rob for making it and showing showing up on time uh and showing up a day late uh but we're all we're all cool with it (laughs) we'll be back on sunday uh back to eight o'clock on sunday so we will see you then uh if you are listening after the fact you can always join us sunday nights live 8 15 p.m youtube facebook uh and i think we're on twitch still right um uh, or you can listen to us as you're doing maybe right now as you're working out. I don't know why you'd be listening to us working out. I would imagine as somebody who doesn't try not to, I, I, I can only listen to music when I'm working out. Uh, listening to us would not be a lot of fun. Um, yeah. But on your drive or walking the dog, yes. So uh, you can do that. But thanks so much for everybody for showing up tonight. Uh, thanks, John. It's good seeing you, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we'll chat soon, folks. Uh, we're going to iron out the whole schedule for December. Um, so if we don't see you every week, we're going to, we're definitely going to get a show in before Christmas, right, Rob? And I think, uh, you and Stu are cooking up some plans. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'll be here. I'm not delinquent. (laughs) Yes, you are. Uh, (laughs) Get out of town. All right. Anyways, thank you very much, folks. It's always been, uh, always a pleasure. It's been a blast. Uh, Christmas movies. Uh, yeah. Like winter soldier. Uh, uh, that's my, that's, that's my throw into the ring. Winter soldier, hundred percent. It's got. It's got winter in the title. Um, Anyways. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thank you very much, everybody. Peace out. Thanks, guys.